With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough, think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air, everywhere. Welcome to the month of December, the first Fifth Hour podcast for the month of December. I am Ben Maller. You probably already knew that. With the great Danny G Radio, and this is the very beginning of the December broadcast season. Always an interesting time. Always an interesting time because a lot of vacation coming up over the next month into 2024. But here we are, Danny, beginning anew. How exciting is that? I'm actually a little blurry-eyed right now because it was a iHeart company party last night. We were all looking for you, too. You never walked in. I have not been to an iHeart Christmas party since they were at the Beverly Hills Hotel and like the Hilton and like they just have these massive, massive parties. I actually did want to go this year, though, to be fair. To be fair, I did want to, you know, be like everyone else there and try to suck up the management at the iHeart holiday party. But uh, because of the schedule, uh, it was just physically impossible. But m- you were there, Danny. So, I, I, it, what was the uh, the food situation like? What are we looking at here? Was it just appetizers? Did they pay for drinks? Usually, they don't pay for alcohol at these things. What they do, and it was the same way last year. They give you a couple of drink tickets when you walk in. Okay, so so they try to control the damage, um, and, and then there's bartering going on between coworkers with extra tickets. Uh, the food was like sliders and little mini burgers. There were um, some hot trays of wings mm-hmm. and uh, stuff like that. So the food was pretty good. Um, then the desserts, I didn't partake because I've still been sugar-free the past five weeks. Yeah. But but there were people walking around with cookies and brownies. Okay. And yeah. who do you think ate the most? I saw Rich go back and forth about five different times uh, <laughs> after he had a few drinks is at first he wasn't eating. And I heard Covino say, dude, you're not eating. And he's like, no, later after I drink. And 
he got enough drinks in him to where I saw him, as he said it, nibbling on the food. But it was after everybody else was done with the food. Yeah. Did anyone take a doggy bag of food when they were on their way out? Did anyone say, yeah, I'll take that tray of sliders. I'd like to have that for tomorrow's lunch. And- no, I, I didn't see that. But I did see what you were talking about with a lot of butt kissing and stuff like that. You'll be proud to know that I went up to Julie Talbot, who is the president of our company. One of the most powerful people in broadcasting. And I did not kiss her butt. I immediately started to ask her about Animal Thunderdome. (laughs) Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She she said, what? (laughs) No, no, no. She was a fan of Outkick the Coverage and listened to it every morning. So she knows Animal Thunderdome, and she's the one who drew up the paperwork for Clay as she lives in Nashville and is a neighbor and is friends with him. So that was my, uh, you know, I've known her for a while and I walked up and said, so what's going on with Clay? What What's going on with Animal Thunderdome? And she's threw her hands up. She's like, I know I gave him the paperwork. I'm waiting for him to sign it. So. All right. Yeah, so, so, I, so now you can pester Clay then. Exactly. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Instead of, and that's a rule um, on our afternoon show yesterday, Covino and Rich did the rules of holiday Christmas parties, and they said that one rule is you're not supposed to talk business, but I broke that rule. Yeah, I I don't agree with that. Like I haven't gone to these things in a while, but I was at one of the greatest Christmas parties of all time. We've talked about this over the years, so if, you're, if you've heard this before, you can just fast forward through the podcast. But I don't know that you were at the company yet, Danny. But Ooh, we, with the strippers? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love this story. <laughs> So uh, there was one of the guys that uh, didn't have a girlfriend, and so he did love going to the ballet. He enjoyed the jiggle joint and was a regular there. And and as often happens in that world, you become obsessed with like one particular you know, ballet dancer that you have to get their attention. And so this guy, and I don't know if we've named him in the past, but. I, what I, was it? What did he do? Let's just say that. What did he do at the company? Uh, he, he did not work on the air. He was behind the scenes. Okay, so like uh, a sales guy. Uh, not quite a sales guy, but but he would work behind the scenes. And somebody that I knew and I I had known for before we worked together at at Fox and then after, and uh, I still know him to this day. But he didn't have a girlfriend. And, a producer. Uh, yeah. I don't <laughs> know, but, 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 so we. You know, we were, we were buddies, and and so this man. I mean, these these are back in the days when you know money was just flowing. I mean, it was. Yeah. I mean, I'd go to these holiday parties, and they'd they'd fly in all the big premier network stars. Like uh, Art Bell would come in from Perump. Matt Drudge was doing a radio show for the company. Casey Kasem, Doctor Laura was a huge star in radio at the time. They had her, a bunch of DJs. I didn't even know who they were, but they seemed important, and they were there and. Yeah. Uh, the big shots. And I mean, it was just crazy. I mean, somebody that loves radio, it was like, wow. I mean, they're like the biggest names. It was like an all-star team, you know, it was like the all-star game. They're all coming out there. And they used to have these things at these big swanky Beverly Hills hotels. Now I don't usually go to Beverly Hills. I live close. I used to live at the time. I lived close to it, but I'm, you know, it's not my jam. So I went to the party and I was, I did not have a date. I, uh, no one, no one I was dating at the time. So I, I went by myself, but the, the guy, Mm-mm. He didn't want to go by himself. So he brought 
he brought uh, the the girl that he had been giving all his money to at the, the ballet, and she came with him, which would not have been a problem, Danny, except she dressed like she had to work after the show, like after, after the party. Like she had to go to – and um, and the the snickering and the whispering from the other women, the wives and the girlfriends, like weren't strippers because it was so over the top – and uh and it eventually they're just jealous because their lives aren't as interesting i guess but uh you know the alcohol starts flowing uh initially it's just you can tell everyone's talking about this woman because she's dressed like a total whore and uh they're all talking about her all the other women are you know you're getting real catty and all that and, and so we're, we're like we're we're trying to figure out what's going to happen we're doing the, the math on you know the alcohol the open bar at those days we had open bar uh, buffet style food it was just just wonderful uh, massive amounts of food and i was fat so i ate a lot of it and, and anyway so uh sure enough uh, once the booze started flowing uh one of the uh the women who was i don't know if she was i assume she was married to one of the other people i don't know maybe it was a girlfriend but she worked up enough liquid courage to confront the uh the stripper and uh, there was a there was a brief conversation, uh, confrontation type situation. And then uh, then that inspired some other women who had to get something off their chest. They they wanted to say so it was quite it was quite the scene. But it was it was hilarious because it, it, it was just you don't expect to see something like that at a you know family company holiday party. I don't know, family. There were no kids there, but it was all. Yeah. It, all dressed up and all that stuff and there was family education money involved yeah that was good and then i was at another different year we were at one i don't know if you were at this one danny it might have been before you worked at the company too but there was a uh, employee who while the president of the company was giving the state of the company address uh this employee was sitting there listening Oh, I was at this talking okay. shit during the speech. The, his his wife was the the one that was talking shit, and and she right. she laid it on like, and she I guess she didn't know that we could hear everyone else could hear what she was she was saying when she was heckling the president of the company. And uh, this the the holiday party was like on a Friday or a Saturday. I think it was on Saturday. Uh, but maybe a Friday night. It was one of those days. But anyway, we we did the holiday party, and then. Um, we show up to work on Monday and, and uh, the the guy uh, no longer worked at the company. Yeah, it would be like if my wifey got faded and then Scott, you know, is giving this big speech about how awesome everything's going. And she's saying, yeah, right. You're not even paying my husband enough money. Yeah, that's pretty much how it went. That's pretty much that. That's pretty much how it went. So because of what your significant other does, though. Yeah, but that does happen, right? We see that in in sports. People have gotten in trouble because their wives have done. True. So it, it happens. Uh, on this pod, I, I, one other story before I forget. I also remember getting my balls busted when I would go to these parties because they charge a lot of money to park at these Beverly Hills hotels. So I would cruise around Beverly Hills all, oh, no. all, all dressed up to try to find street parking. And and then uh, I, one of the parties I went to, I found street parking, but then I had to go back every couple hours to feed the meter. And Weren't you worried about your Porsche being on the street? 
Uh, well, that's, fortunately, they never paid me enough to have to have a Porsche. So I, I think that was the company's way of looking out for me, Danny. I think <laughs> they, didn't, they knew that if I had a, you know, a really expensive car, it would be a problem. But so then I would, I would go back, you know, to feed the meter, and I'd run back, and I ended up getting covered in sweat because I was really fat at the time. And and you know, people, why well, are you all sweaty? What's going on? You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, we, oh, we uh, good memories though. I wish I could have gone. I mean, these things are always like during the week on in the like early evening they're not three to 5 p.m so we missed more than half of it because our show was on the air as soon as the show ended we crossed the street people were already buzzed when you walk into a party late like that you have to quickly go to the bar and try to catch up yeah and it's really a race against time because you only have you know you have probably by the time you got there 40 minutes maybe yeah you know 40 minutes to eat and and one thing I will say for this company, they are by the clock when it comes to two hours, not two hours and 10 minutes, not two hours, and, you know, five minutes. That thing cuts off at five o'clock. And if you're if you want that extra slider, you better grab that thing at four fifty nine fifty nine or you're not getting it. It's over. Yeah. They did refresh the food, which was different than last year, because I remember the food being cut off promptly at five last year. But this year, they brought out some fresh food before the deadline. And then for those who stayed after the bell, our boss, Scott, put his card at the bar. Oh, nice. Right? But Rich Davis didn't know this. So he took his Covino and Rich credit card for, I guess, like their Patreon show they do. He took their company card and he was buying drinks on that. When he found out. That Scott's <laughs> card was at the bar. You should have saw the look on his face. Oh, man. That's awesome. Kick to the nuts right there. An employee came up to Scott and said, they're going to now close your card. Would you like one more? And Rich looked at him and he's like, wait, your card is at the bar right now? <laughs> this was after he had signed all these drinks on his own card. I would and like a bottle oh, of, uh, of whiskey. Can I get a whiskey bottle and tequila yeah. to go in a doggy bag? I would like to have that. We've got on this pod, we've got Doc Mike Doppelganger, the Taco Conquistador, and Hush Puppies. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, we start with this, and it is Friday, and so this is the time where I I tell you that I have a TV show, uh, The Chronicles of Television. It's week 13. We have made it another week on Benny mm-hmm. versus the Penny, picking NFL games against the spread. Man, what does that TV money feel like? Oh, man, it's uh, it's so amazing. It's so great. It's a little better than radio, a little better than radio money. But, uh, you know, who knows? It's only a seasonal show, Danny, so you don't know. But it is on if – you, if you don't live in a city that has Benny versus the Penny, a reminder, it's on DirecTV. It's on Fubo TV. But I turned out to be this week during Benny versus the Penny a Doc Mike doppelganger. I did not drink my own piss. I didn't do that, but let me explain. So uh, doing the late night show in, if you're familiar with LA, if you're not from the area, we do this in Sherman Oaks, which is right where the 405, the infamous 405 freeway and the 101 freeway meet just over the hill, down the hill from Bel Air, one of the ritziest neighborhoods in uh, in Los Angeles where a lot of uh, fat cats and Hollywood moguls live and all that. So we do the show down the hill from there. Across the way is a famous shopping center, the Sherman Oaks Galleria. Uh, and then, a, you know, the San Fernando Valley, where you have places like uh, where Encino Man, that classic movie, Encino Man, Woodland Hills, uh, all these different places. That's one direction. Now, the other direction is North Hollywood. That's the next kind of town over, North Hollywood. And then you've got uh, Burbanks down the way and whatnot. So I get done with the radio show in Sherman Oaks. And I hop on the 101 freeway, and I head uh, I head east away from from the main heart of the San Fernando Valley. I head, head the other direction and uh, head into Century City. Yeah, you drove away from the money. Yeah, yeah, into the hood, and then and then it there's a little bit of money again when you get to Universal City. Exactly. So we went over there. Oh, uh, yes. I said Century. Yeah, yeah, Universal City. So I, I went over there. Uh, Universal Studios is where we record the TV. And so I have my routine. Now I do the radio show and then I zoom over to Universal and there's no one there. There's like a security guard who looks at me like, what the fuck are you doing here? You know, like, uh, why are you here at this hour? So I get that. But I do my thing. So I, I park in the, we have the Abbott and Costello parking lot. So I park in that and then I walk to the, to the place we do the TV show. I'm the first one there. There's no, there's like a security guard sleeping at the desk. And then there's like, there's like two people manning the NBC news, the uh, bureau, the NBC news bureau desk, the overnight people. So I go to, I go to our little room and I'm, I'm getting ready. But this week, a little different than other weeks. Now, why was this week different? Well, I for some reason, I was even more tired. I, it must have been the hangover from Thanksgiving, and I had a night off, which was odd and all that stuff. So I'm trying to coordinate my schedule, but I'm really tired, and I'm like, I don't nap. I, I don't do that. I'm not a napper, and I didn't really have time to nap because I had a lot to do. I had a lot of notes I wanted to go through. I had done a lot of prep, but really the, the process of how we make the hot dogs is I do a lot of the numbers. I put a lot of the numbers together. 
on Monday and Tuesday. And then, uh, you know, Wednesday, I do do more. That's where we meet with the people. I have uh, email correspondence and meetings with the people in Boston, the Vinny, the guy that produces the show and those guys and uh, John who's in, in Philadelphia. So we, we kind of email the, the stuff. I give them the stuff they need and then they tell me stuff that I need. And then, uh, so that's how that goes. And so then we do that. But then when I get done with the show, I, I just really put everything together. It's like putting a jigsaw puzzle together. It's not really that hard a jigsaw puzzle. It's a 22 minute TV show. Not that hard, but that's, that's the, the, the way I do it. And so I need a certain amount of time to put everything together just to give you an idea. I'm giving, I'm letting you inside, you know, whatever. So I'm really tired. I'm like really, really tired. And I end up, as I said, becoming Doc Mike's doppelganger. I fell asleep <laughs> at my my computer while I, I started out sitting up, falling asleep. And then eventually my face, gravity took over oh, and no. went down on the keyboard, uh, which did wake me up. It did wake me up. So I was out. I wasn't even out for that long, though, Danny. I only slept, I think it was about 15 to 20 minutes. I think that's about it. But it was like a micro nap, and it actually worked. I I woke up feeling refreshed. I was like perked up. Crazy. And, and the reason I, mean, I say Doc Mike, because if you've been with the show a long time, years ago, Doc Mike, when Michael Vick was in prison, Doc Mike drove from – Chicago down to Leavenworth thinking that Michael Vick would take a meeting with them that have, they'd have a meet and greet at Leavenworth prison. <laughs> and so doc was documenting his trip from Chicago to Kansas. It wasn't that long a drive, but he didn't sleep. And he told me what he would do since he didn't sleep was he would just pull over to the side of the road or get off one of the off ramps and sleep for five to 10 minutes and then get back on the road for another hour or two hours. And I said, what are you, a, what are you, a dumbass? Uh, here I am. Uh, I, I didn't plan on doing this. It wasn't intentional, but I ended up doing it. So it worked out. I was able to get what I needed to get done. And as many people have pointed out to me in the past who are older than me, uh, you know, the, the thing about getting it done, it's done when the show, when they tell you, as we know with radio, right? Then you, you prepare for the radio show and you're never prepared. Uh, at least I'm never prepared enough. But ultimately, when the light goes on, you have to, the show will be fine. You know what I'm saying? Like you do as much as you can, but you know, it's, usually it doesn't really matter. You're, you're ready to go. Uh, and as far as the TV show here in week 13, our first of December, we are actually not on quite as much in LA because of the uh, there's high school football. We're getting preempted by high school football, which is a kick. Oh, up. come on! Yeah, so uh, for example, I believe on uh, SoCal Sportsnet tomorrow. Just I don't know if you can record things, Dan. We have a one showing. I think it's six a.m. because there's like high school uh, whatnot, and then we're on Sunday morning at eight a.m. But as far as today. Uh, we're on a, in Boston on NBC Sports Boston after the Celtics play the Sixers. We'll have back-to-back primetime late-night TV showings at 11 and 11.30. Uh, Philly, we're on at 11.30. Chicago, we're on our normal 10 o'clock slot in Chicago. We're on a couple times in San Francisco on NBC Sports Bay Area. Benny versus the Penny, 6 o'clock, 10.30. We'll be on. NBC Sports California, Sacramento there, and uh, that's at 8. 
And I mentioned SoCal. Also, our normal time slot on SNY at 11.30 a.m. on Sunday in New York will be on there, our regular time slot. So that is... That's the TV show. So see if you can figure out that I was so tired I fell asleep in in the and I I think I fell asleep a second time, but I the first one was like the big one that really kind of woke me up. And I started popping caffeine pills trying to trying to keep going on that. Uh, So there is uh, some big news here outside of the Doc Mike doppelganger. uh, Must alert the Maller militia down the line here. That I don't know if this counts as breaking news, but it is a, a news update. My tightwad ways have led me to move on to divorce something that was very important in my life that I have had in my life. Oh, I love your wife. Oh, not her. <laughs> uh, for uh, I've had uh, this has been in my life longer than the wife. It's been. Oh, probably. Uh, I think this has been in my life, Danny. I, and I'm, I want to be almost. Oh, man, almost 30 years, uh, 25 for sure. Probably not 30, but 25 years of my life. This has been part of my life, and I, I've I've ended it. I, I've said, that's it. I, it's not you, it's me, and I must move on from you. Your and, moped. Did you see my notes? <laughs> uh, my my cherry red moped. Um, no, I, I have ha- I've made an economic decision due to the Putin price hike. I have eaten my final crunchy taco at my beloved Tito's Tacos. Oh, man. I have. It should be funeral music right now. I have ended it. I love the neon orange cheese, the the crunchy taco, just everything about it, the beef, uh, just perfect, the oil that tastes weird. Uh, I, I love it all. But I just can't. Uh, when I started going to Tito's Tacos a long time ago, the tacos were less than $2. A taco now, and this is not, uh, you, I'm sure you've been there, Dan. It's, it's not fast food, or it's not It's not restaurant. It's fast food. It's, like a fast, it's basically fast food. It's fast food, Mexican. It's fast food, Mexican. $5.70 for a crunchy taco. One oh, crunchy taco, $5.70. That same taco was $2.00. Now, you say, well, that's a long time ago. And I, I would agree with you. It was a long time ago. But it hadn't been that long. Uh, to more than double the price and really almost three times the price. That's not That's not right. Nine ninety five for a bean and cheese and meat burrito. Nine, for a burrito. Nine, nine, $12.50 for a, for a beef burrito. Um, yeah. So like how I got an egg McMuffin last week. It was like a real treat. Uh-huh. And it was five ninety five. Yeah. So I, I I get it. People have to make money. Restaurants have to make money. I understand. Food's not eat, you know cheap. Stuff goes bad. I I understand all that. You're but killing I, us though. I know. I'm out. So I have now become the great taco conquistador. Oh no. <laughs> yes, yes uh, no. Danny. I am a man of so the way that you the way that you did your knockoff round table pizza. You're now gonna knock off their tacos. Well, not quite. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, I realize we essentially live in Mexico here, right? We live in a nice part of Mexico in Southern California. And I love it. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I think it's great. We have the greatest Mexican food you could possibly have outside of just driving down to Tijuana or going to Mexico City. It's amazing, right? In, in California, it's just awesome. So, and I thought, you know, I've loved Tito's, but I'm sure I can find, there's other, there's got to be thousands of crunchy taco places in LA. So I am a man on a mission. I am now... I'm I'm seriously thinking about starting a food blog, Danny. That my taco conquistador ways. I should start like a an Instagram page of me just trying restaurants. And then I thought if I did that, maybe it would be like a tax write off. You know, I could write it off or something like that. But because <laughs> I'm that cheap, no, no. Yeah. And or, I, you like, or you could be like Portnoy, where they give them or they try to give them lots of free pizzas. He claims. That he always pays for the pizzas, but well, I mean, I, if I you're known as the taco guy, you yeah. could probably get a lot of free tacos. It's a good idea. So I started my mission as the great taco conquistador to conquer the crunchy taco. The gringo tacos, my friend Alex, Mexican guy, he died years ago, but he uh, he said, gringo, you eat the gringo tacos. Yeah, he said, we, we eat the uh, regular tacos. That's what they eat in Mexico. I said, well, I like the crunchy taco. Uh, and so I, I started last week. I found a place in the Arts District in downtown Los Angeles. Right now, this is a great neighborhood. It's it's actually an up and coming neighborhood in L.A., but it is surrounded on one side by the L.A. Gun Club. On the other side is Skid Row, and so it's kind of wedged in between theirs. But I, I, in, in between there, I went to Chewy's Tacos Dorados. Now, what's your number one thing you're looking for? The price point? Uh two things: price and crunch crunchability i'm trying to get that crunchability and it i don't want to pay i i, I want to pay less than four dollars a taco is that too much to ask for dan uh, it, no it's going to be hard though i i would think that taco is going to be around 250 you think 250 see i think i i, I look around well, at, at, i think at little hole in the wall spots 250 to three dollars okay tito's is taking advantage of the fact that they are like a famous spot, yeah. kind of like that famous donut spot that overcharges. Oh, the one in the, the, the Voodoo. Oh, that one too in Portland. Yeah, well, there's a lot. Like you, you um, in Hollywood, Pink's Hot Dogs. Yes. Famous. So once you get a reputation like that and you're kind of like a tourist attraction, I feel like you double your prices. 
yeah, you're you're a made man. You're you're good to go. The the quick Maller food review as the great uh, taco conquistador uh, went to this place, Chewy's Tacos Dorados, and I ordered three. Uh, that's it. I think it was four crunchy tacos. I had the shredded beef. I had two of those, the potato and the ground beef. They also have a pork option. I did not get the pork taco. Good news, Danny. The taco cost, with cheese, $3.50. Okay. All right. That is a reasonable price for a taco. I'm okay with the price. I'm fine with the I don't love I wish it was cheaper, but I'm okay. I realize it's 2023 and stuff's expensive. So uh, See, I guess I'm thinking of street tacos, which are a little – more affordable than the crunchy, right? Yeah, you're paying. It's a premium item, Danny. It's a premium yeah. item, the crunchy taco. Yeah, so premium gringo item. That's right. Yes. Uh, so I pay my money, whatever. It's got this weird kiosk thing at uh, Chewy's Tacos Dorados there in the beautiful Arts District, and uh, the the crunch uh, was solid. It was it was pretty solid. I did not what enjoy the, the meat I, though. I think a lot of people would be more concerned about the meat. Yeah, the, the shredded beef was really good. The potato, not so good. The ground beef, I would never order again. I wouldn't feed that to my dog. But the shredded beef was really good. So on the Maller meter of food goodness as the great taco conquistador. All right. One, one to ten. Yeah. With ten being amazing, like the greatest thing you've ever had. Master, I'm giving this place a 7.5. I'm give, That's a solid score. 7.5. Maller food review, 7.5. I will be back. I think my plan is I go to a lot of Dodger games during the summer, and sometimes I, I get there early and I prepare for the show. So it's in downtown Los Angeles. So I think I'll just cruise by there, pick up some tacos, and then go to Dodger Stadium, and that'll be that. And the parking's not the greatest. There's a lot, some street parking. I'm sure it'll be really bad when stuff's going on in that neighborhood. I happened to go a Thanksgiving weekend, so it was kind of quiet down there. But uh, it was good. So it's a good start. And let me know, guys. Send me a message if you if you would actually want. I'm, I'm serious, Dan. I'm thinking about starting a food review blog. Uh, that uh, Just like obviously be only in Southern California. But when I travel and I go to other places, I can you know, visit my brother in Wisconsin, my other brother in New York. Or Is this like a YouTube thing? I think I would maybe do it on Instagram. But I would. I think Instagram probably be the way I'd go. I could because those are short videos, right? Those aren't very yeah. long. Yeah, I could do a minute or I don't even think there are a minute. A lot of those things, right? Maybe maybe they are, but not that long. This it's, sounds like a TikTok opportunity. You uh, could be hit. I'm writing the demo on TikTok. Yeah, uh, we have one other note. I want to get out on this. So Jeremy from Vermont is a big P one of the podcast. He emailed me. He said he always listens to the podcast, the radio show, and he's not missed a fifth hour podcast. So thank you, Jeremy in beautiful Vermont, home of Arnie Spanier. Uh, and uh, I hope to visit Arnie in your state of Vermont. Next time I go back to Boston. Anyway, Jeremy emailed me and uh, he says, Hey Ben, this is right in your wheelhouse. Uh, I, I, uh, I, he says, I, I love the, he loves the words and the phrases that we do every week, the origin stories. And, uh, and, this is an item that I have loved since I was a little boy. The first time I ever ate this item was at, at uh, Long John Silver's. Did you ever go to Long John Silver's? Uh, a few times. It's a fish, fast food fish restaurant. Yeah. My parents took me there when I was a kid. And as a kid, we thought that was fine dining. We were like fast food fish sticks. Yeah. 
we were convinced that our parents were spoiling us at Long John Silver's. That uh, we were great. My dad loved the uh, he loved the tartar sauce, but he also loved the the vinegar. So uh, Jeremy said, "I found this on the internet. I think it's fascinating, and it's the origin story of hush puppies." And and this is actually a couple years old. I looked it up. I did some research here, Jeremy. And so it it the claim it was a Facebook page that posted something claiming the term hush puppies came back from the the slavery days in America that fried cornmeal was thrown by escaping slaves at dogs to prevent the dogs from following. Now this is quite the tale. So I was like, is that really that? I mean, is that really true? And here's what I found that nobody seems to know for sure, whether it's like, it's possible that that is exactly what happened. And that's the story. Uh, Everyone's, convinced it, it it was around the civil war it was in the south where the hush puppies came came about um uh, and and i guess it they think it was derived actually originally from a south african fried cornmeal there was a fried cornmeal dish called mealy pop uh and that goes way back uh the southern states have have taken ownership of it uh, Louisiana claimed that nuns who came to New Orleans in the 1700s made the dish. Uh, that, that So it goes back that far. Um, there are plenty of stories about Union soldiers during the Civil War. There's another version where fishermen or, or runaway slaves, the, the, you know, the, the quiet, the howling dogs, which we just gave that one. There's uh, the fisherman story, uh, a guy uh, claiming that anglers who returned from fishing expeditions to try uh, try to cook the food, the fish, over the fire, that their dogs would begin barking and yapping from the aroma. And so to quiet the dogs down, the fishermen fried up bits of cornmeal that they were using to cook the fish, and they just put the cornmeal, and they fed it to the dogs. Uh, but there are people that deny that. I mean, and uh, so the, the the gist of it, is there's like three or four different versions of what actually happened. Uh, the earliest mention of the term hush puppies from my research occurred in the 1920s, actually. 1920s in Macon, Georgia. But the, these obviously go back before that. Uh, and uh, all in the South, all in the South, uh, 1930s, though. And so the gist of it is the... the Hush puppies in America, the modern version of the hush puppy definitely came from the South, but there's a lot of creative writing where people that would write stories about anything that came out of the South, anything food related, uh, every single story of Southern food involves plantations or the Civil War. So who knows whether it actually happened that way or not, uh, but it's a good story, and so people like good stories. We'll get out on that. It is Friday, uh, Danny, the 1st of uh, December. What do you got going on? I'm off from the radio. I worked last night, so I'm done. What do you have going on here, Danny? Speaking of last night, just really quickly, yeah. they had potato croquettes at the holiday party. Do you think those are a cousin of of what you were just talking about? Oh, the hush puppy? Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you like hush puppies? I do, yeah. I don't know anyone that doesn't like hush puppies. Yeah, I've, me neither. I've never met anyone that's anti, that, that's anti hush puppy. You'd have to be Canadian or un American. Yeah. No, hush puppies are great. 
<laughs> I, I could just eat hush. I love you, Canada. Yeah. Oh, Canada. Uh, but you'll be on with Covino and Rich, right? You'll be yeah, we have a fun Friday show from 2 to 4 p.m. We'll be doing our uh, weekend hobnobbing and previewing all the NFL action for Sunday and even talking some college football today. Um, so that'll be good. Um, 5 to 7 p.m. in New York City. It's a big night tonight in college football, the Pac-12 championship game. And I'm pulling for Washington. They'll probably get smashed, but I'm pulling for the Huskies here. Big underdog. Yeah, I like their quarterback. Yeah. Well, I, my, I've, I've, I think I've – I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but my best friend, uh, Hunter, my gambling buddy from, from high school, his sister actually works for the University of Washington football program. So she's like connected. So I'm, uh, she hasn't got me a free hat though, so I shouldn't promote them. But, uh, but anyway, all right. Have a wonderful Friday. We've got new podcasts all weekend. Tales that have never been told before. We'll have some foodie fun on the Saturday podcast, I believe. And we'll see what else we have. Uh, a lot of, a lot of interesting tales to tell. And so have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Pasta, pasta. Got a murder, got to go. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.